0: Hey guys, Murray Valerian of the Road Stories podcast here. What's happening? I hope you guys have a great week. Hope you guys had a great week. Uh, Two real quick announcements, one quicker than the other. Uh, The first one is, um, I had so much fun (laughs) doing this episode of Road Stories, that I didn't even do an introduction. Uh, We just turned on the mics and got rolling, and uh, I forgot to introduce our comedian. So on today's uh, episode, you will... Here, one, Ian Gatowski sits in on the co-host seat. It's always great to have Ian in when I have a special guest. He helps me uh, move the show forward. He's a great guy. Check out his stuff online if you can. And my special guest today is Adam Ferrara. Adam has been killing it on the scene for a long time. The guy is one of my favorite comedians out of Long Island. I'm so stoked to have him on the show. Been trying to get him on for a, a long time. And, of course, you know Adam from... Uh, Nurse Jackie, and he was on Rescue Me for the longest time, and right now he's just killing it on Top Gear. So uh, really, really funny guy, really funny guy. Check out his stuff and, of course, listen to him today. And the second announcement is, of course, the Los Angeles Podcast Festival coming up in just mere weeks, my friend. Mere weeks. Um, As I suspected, or um, maybe that's not the right word. I, I... my guest was supposed to be Greg Barrett, and sadly, we all know what, what's going on in Greg's life right now. He, he lost his awesome sister, Kristen Barrett. We, we rocked the comedy scene. It really did. Everybody loved Kristen, especially me. Um, so uh, due to those circumstances, Greg is not going to be able to uh, be on the podcast at the podcast festival. Um, he sends his, his apologies, and, and we we're going to schedule him to get it on a regular episode uh, within the next couple of months. So uh, Greg's always welcome on the show. Uh, totally understand. Um, Greg, You obviously, you do what you got to do, um, and uh, we're with you. Now, having said that, who could I get to replace one Greg Barrett? Who could fill the shoes of the King sweater himself? I can only think of one person. Will Anderson. Will Anderson will be the guest on Road Stories at the L.A. Podcast Festival. I'm super stoked. I love having Will on. I've had Will on before. He's hilarious. Uh, he's so funny. Uh, obviously, check out his uh, podcast and his stuff online. And I might see if I can get a couple other Australian comics to come in and sit in. We'll talk about the road in Australia and the road in America and the differences there and all the fun that goes along with that. Now, remember, you can live stream the festival all weekend. Just go to LA Podfest dot com. Go to live stream. Put in the uh, put in the code road. Get five dollars off. Get five dollars off. Uh, and you can watch my show. You can watch the rest of the festival. And you can watch it up to 30 days after. So let's say you're staying up and you're watching the Myrrh on the Road Stories. and You're like, ah, it's time to go to bed. You can sleep 29 days and still get up and watch the festival. Uh, so go to LAPodFest.com, watch the festival. It's hilarious. When you watch it live, uh, I get people tweeting at me, so don't forget to do that. Tweet at me, shoot me messages if you have questions. We'll talk more about that. But seriously, live streaming, it's so much fun. The first time I did it, my phone was blowing up. From people literally all over the world watching, uh, asking questions, uh, making jokes, questioning my sexuality, which is always hilarious. Uh, All right, so that's it. Go to LAPodFest.com, put in the promo code ROAD, live stream the festival, and I'm looking forward to meeting you guys who are coming out, and I'm looking forward to seeing the guys who've come out before and are back again. Was that confusing? Probably. Uh, Until then, uh, here's a question.
1: Life on the road. It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers, waving guns, and Bees,
2: fights, kettle flights, running with the runs, black lists, bounce checks, great, a bachelorette, <laughs> drunks in the front, making out for your set, and middle acts right. doing blow more, missing merch,
0: and drive the rental car past another mega church, and juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone. One big law and order marathon.
3: I opened for a hypnotist there. And the guy couldn't put anybody under (laughs) I'm not kidding You gotta hypnotize people in Brooklyn It's a two man job One guy waves the watch The other guy hits him with a hammer (laughs) So he's on I did a half hour warm up and and then I brought the hypnotist on, and I was a kid. I was just I was just starting, and he couldn't put anybody under. There's people sitting up there going, "Oh, geez, I hope I don't drop off and act the fool in front of people." <laughs> <laughs> They're heckling the guy trying to put him under, and Rocky's <laughs> jumping up and down. He's going, "Kick it back up there, kid, do something!" So they pull him off stage. I got to go up and do another half hour or so. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. And I became his. I was his favorite after that because I saved, you his, saved his ass. ass. And uh, and so Friday, on Friday nights, the late show. All the the. All the guys would come in yeah. with the girlfriends, you know, and, I, and, yeah. I, and they would sit there and they would, they would, they would do your act. And some, the lady got up and went to the bathroom. I did a joke. I did a joke about my girlfriend yelling at me and turning into a pterodactyl or something. <laughs> like, ah! You know, whatever it was. And he's like, <laughs> and the lady comes back from the bathroom and she's sitting there. And all, all of a sudden, the guy says in the middle of the he goes, do the bird joke again. <laughs> I went, what? <laughs> do that bird joke again. She missed it. I go, sorry, I can't go to like <laughs> do the bird joke again. Here's one of my favorites <laughs> And I did the joke again And the guy came over And he shook my hand At the end And he's going You're very funny made me laugh Thank you very much He shook my hand And there was a perfectly fold $100 bill Yes yeah. Like origami I mean yeah. I don't know How he did it That's But it right. had the 100 On an angle It's like he does this Every day He just shook my hand Mark. The yeah. Frank Sinatra Yeah tipping. It was yeah. great And the rule of thumb was if if, if if the guys liked you If the boys liked mm-hmm. you On Friday night They would come back Saturday night With the wives So oh. they bring the girlfriends There on Friday Late show. And Saturday come And you don't say Anything like Nice to see you again You right. don't say shit right. You just do your show And you, you, ah. you Would they still laugh As hard as they did The first yeah, time Yeah they just You know They loved it Or they yeah. just And they got to Keep it up too Yeah yeah, yeah. That was that Topper's. That was called Topper's Comedy. Cabaret. When was that? It was on Cropsey Avenue, uh, uh, right by the He, he the announcer was Welcome to Topper's Comedy Cabaret, uh, conveniently located right across from Caesar's Bay Bazaar. This is big <laughs> Bazaar. <laughs> Bazaar. I remember. So I think it was, it was Exit Five off the Belt Parkway. Wow. It's not there anymore. No, it was, no. It was underneath was, a Circles was, uh, Gym or something. Early nineties, late eighties. Uh, no, this was early nineties. When did you get started? July thirteenth, nineteen eighty-eight. Wow.
0: wow, I can't.
3: Wednesday Remember night open day. mic, open mic, Eastside Comedy Club, Huntington, Long Island. It's now a POMODORO restaurant. You started <laughs> super young. Yeah, I was. Uh, I got out of. Ju- I think I was no. I just got out of college, and I told my parents, "Well, we've done one of your things. Right <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm going to try it's one of mine." But I didn't. Um, I college was fun for a while. Like I was playing your guitar back. I was. Uh-huh. In a, I was in a band in college, a bar band. Where'd and, you go? Did you go to Long I went line? to Marist College in Poughkeepsie. Oh yeah. Um, my wife went to Vassar. Oh, okay. Well, she's Vassar. She, we used to play Vassar. Oh, yeah. She'd try and sleep with rich girls. Rutgers. <laughs> Rutgers
2: over here. Rutgers. There no, you go. No, no, I'm trying to be part of it. I'm sorry. I lied. You didn't go to Rutgers. I didn't go. Wait, what what I just to go wanted to my- be I wanted to be part of everything, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I just no. I just I'm a high school graduate. Let's go probably. back to
0: uh, Vassar. Rich women. What happened to my wife's money? Really? <laughs> 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 if she, was, if she was a rich girl. When, uh, yeah. All the
2: rich girls went to Vassar. I
0: thought all the lesbians went to Vassar. Well, there's no, that too. All right. We have a lot to go through in therapy. My wife and I. yeah. Not rich or a lesbian. Not rich or a lesbian. <laughs> uh, so there's an open mic in Poughkeepsie.
3: There is. There was an open mic in. Poughkeepsie. No, no, no. So I, it I, I would oh, come home. Here's what happened. I went to college and I was in a band. And you know, you have those friends when you, first year of college you drink too much mm-hmm. and you're away from home. And uh, and it was uh, for me. It's like you make these friends. like, Oh, I'm gonna have these friends forever. And then you sober up your second year. <laughs> you realize where did this weight come from? Yeah, He's yeah. a drunk. He owes me money. What the fuck? <laughs> so I would go home. I would go home every weekend and work. I was working in a, a, a fence company. I was digging holes and putting, mm. uh, you know, putting up fences, and because I, I always worked, I always had a job, and I was like, yeah, I don't need to get drunk every friggin' weekend, right. and I have no money, so I would. It was a two and a half hour drive from Poughkeepsie to Long Island, where I was from. So I would drive home and do two days of work, uh, and then drive up on on Monday morning to make my afternoon class. Monday afternoon, that I never went to. I always (laughs) left to go there, but I would get to go, I'm tired. I just fucking drove two hours. I'd go to sleep, miss the glass. Um, So that's what I did every weekend. I went home. um, And I would always see the comedy club. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, I got it. You know, I I saw Pryor when I was a kid. Oh, wow. I went to, not live, I saw him... uh, Went to, uh, uh, well, you know, those parties you go to with your, your mom and dad where you get the warning in the car, where your mother turns around, like, now your father does business with these people. Don't behave like an animal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we go in there and they're all watching Richard Pryor to Santa Monica concert mm-hmm. where Patti LaBelle opened for him. So the adults go in the next room to get the coffee. I rewind the tape, I put it on, and it just blew my head off. It just I didn't think I wanted to be a comic, uh-huh. but I was just profoundly moved. I remember saying, There's no one in the room, and I'm just remember saying, look what this man can do. Yeah. They didn't even introduce him. He walked out and grabbed the mic and just started riffing. <laughs> He's like, Ain't it, it's my I like this part. It's hello, yes, hello. I like when everyone comes back and, and the white people find out the black people have done taking their seats. Yeah. And it just started going. <laughs> and I the way I was hypnotized. When he did the uh, black guy and a white guy walking through the woods and uh-huh. the heart attack bit, and I was like, I like I said, I didn't really say I wanted to be that, but I sure. that just moved me. How old were you? I was a kid, I was twelve maybe. It's 11, just a crazy thing
2: old. for me. None of those guys really affected me. Like, Carlin you know why? Because you're dead Hicks. inside. That is well, why. <laughs> well, that was a crazy thing. It's like those guys, Carlin Hicks and Pryor, I didn't get until mm. I was thirty. That was right? the weird right. part for me. we like, so when he hears something twelve, that connected to the vulnerability of prior. It's well, What like, was the
3: pathos that got me? I didn't understand a lot of it. Like, I didn't understand. You just what knew it he was something saying, special. But it was just, I was, I was, I just felt connected the way he was yeah. holding that audience, mm-hmm. and he was, just, and just watching it was the command him. Of them, yeah. yeah, and it's just like, I, like I said, I, I don't think I could consciously process what was going on, but I remember going, just so, yeah. being transfixed by, it and and feeling feeling like this is important. Yeah. I didn't know why or what it was, but I just had an awareness like, this is important.
0: Well, you know how you said you, 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 that drive where you, you, your dad turns around or your mom turns around and says, this is people your dad works with? Mm-hmm. That was every morning on the way to church for me because my dad was a preacher. Really? So I didn't get Kenneth's father was a preacher. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I didn't get, I didn't, I wasn't allowed to watch anything. So oh. I didn't discover that stuff until the 90s when I started looking into doing stand up and right. stuff. Your parents so, oh, still like, with us? Yes. Okay. Yes. Have um, they forgiven you? <laughs> Which, <laughs> not, not when they see the new hour i'm working on <laughs> 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 <Yeah>.
3: yes
1: <laughs> one of my, have, one of my
2: favorite s- jokes ever written murray valeriano has in his act
0: <laughs> have they I seen you work? love uh they have yeah they have. it's funny you should mention that uh, i got a letter an email from my old basically my old sunday school teacher not too long ago <laughs> mm-hmm. who found an old clip of me do i used to do this bit about and when I wrote it, I thought it was amazing. And now I, it's I, it's old, and I think hmm, maybe I wasn't the first person to do that. But I used to do a bit about uh, being that my dad was a preacher. If I was gay, I would date a black man just to make sure the heart attack killed him. You right. know, yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. And
0: that's up online, and I can't get rid I can't get rid of it or anything. And it's a it, good it, joke. It, and the woman wrote me. She's like, "Hey Murray, how are you? I haven't talked to this woman in twenty years. How are you? I just want to say, oh." I, oh no! I'm gonna do. I'm, I, I'm gonna read it on another podcast. So I, I was gonna printed it out right behind you. But I gotta do it for another podcast. I gotta save it. Oh. Anyway, I just got here. Like- I am
3: thinking I'm special. <laughs> <laughs> you were dead you, wrong, Adam. <laughs> you, 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 you are
0: Adam Ferrara. Uh. Well, I don't even think I introduced. <laughs> yes. Did we even? <laughs> did we even did bring even up? Did we bring up your name? I was that, so. Int- I don't think
2: so. We just started. People, talking. No, I think by the by the cadence of his voice. Yes. You should know this is Adam Ferrara. So anyway, so
0: yeah. I didn't get into shame I, on you. I, if you I didn't don't. get into all that Hicks and all that stuff till the '90s, man. And yeah. then I was just then like, it's like
2: mind blowing, ravenous, man. He was once you get into it,
3: you're just like, yeah. What are these guys? Guys you watch these guys work, and yeah, and just I, I worked with Hicks. I was a kid, really. Yeah, I was oh, a God. kid. I, I host. I was hosting a Governors Comedy Club on Long Island. That might
0: Hicks be the only club still left, right? No, I apologize.
3: There's... I left the door
0: open because it was hot today, and there's flies in here. Yeah, yeah. I
3: like flies. Okay, I... okay.
0: You can have mine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's
3: pissing me off. I, don't mind. <laughs> um, I, I yeah, well, I was this? I was hosting the show at Governors, and Hicks was there, and I did a joke. Uh, in the middle, because you would do you would do ten fifteen up front, then the middle guy does twenty. You do five because people want to get up and go to the bathroom. We, that's when we would do it five in the middle, and then you bring up the headline. So Hicks is there, and I did a joke. I forget what joke it was, but he gave me a tagline. He watched me. Oh work, wow! And he gave me a tagline. It was I remember was something about a dolphin. I forget what it was, <laughs> but he gave me a tagline for the joke, uh, and I'm like, holy shit! Not only did Bill Hicks watch my mm-hmm. set, but he, he thought it was funny and, and tagged it for me. Wow. And then I was I was smoking cigarettes then, so we were outside, we were having a cigarette and, you know, I was picking his brain like all the other comics. Cut to, I'm out in L.A., uh, MTV Half Hour Comedy Hour is shooting out here. Uh, and it was on, for some reason, it was on the lot, so I was outside having a cigarette um, and Hicks not only came up and remembered me, remembered the joke. He oh, went, wow. Hey Adam, how are you, man? You still doing that bit? Is the tagline working for you? And I'm like, <laughs> this out. is like two years later. And I was like, how cool is that? Yeah. You know? That was great. And just uh, just to be acknowledged by him. Sure. Um how did he do amazing. that weekend? He did one of the fun he died right. at the end, but they don't they, you know, they don't they didn't get it. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I was sitting there going, This is fucking genius. Yeah. It's like, you know, you, you, you're you watching, you're listening to Mozart, and you're going, go,
0: there's no cowbell. You know, like, what the yeah. fuck? He, you
2: know? Usually jazz, I've always said it, it's just like, it's it's a thing that doesn't work in stand-up sometimes. We're like, jazz is a thing, you listen to it, and you're like, this sucks. Then you see it live, and you go, I get it. Yeah. And that was something that didn't, now it's almost the reverse, where people like um, I drive Uber, the amount of young people that get into my cab mm-hmm. and always go to Bill Hicks as one of their favorites blows my mind. Oh, oh really? His videos out now mm-hmm. are like moving people. Mm.
3: It's it's he, well, incredible. Well, they always were when he like the yeah. bomb when he said like, we got a bomb like a smart bomb that could just direct to a house. Why can't we just put food and people bananas? Shoot a banana. He's and when, uh, when when he was called to testify for watching porn, Mr. Hicks, <laughs> <laughs> were you involved of something? And, and he did that. And Manny at the at the show world, I'm, they subpoenaed me. They subpoenaed me. I mean, just just watching him work is just—it's a masterclass. When oh, I may a, I'm or, or may him.
0: not, I may or may not have been at a Patriot missile site last mm-hmm. month when I was on my tour of the Middle East, <laughs> and I may or may <laughs> not had done Bill Hicks's bit about what's this one do? Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> yeah. the military may or may not have not liked
3: it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, but then some of them may or may not really like. Stop touching really the not. buttons. Hey, is that the guy that married the black man <laughs> just to kill his father?
2: <laughs> well, it's that crazy thing too. Like, I, whenever I write with people, I always go like, they go, "Well, you can attack the crowd and blah blah blah." Like, even like Carlin said, you know, make it about we, not you. And I'm like, you know, who didn't give a flying shit yeah. was Bill Hicks. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. like, you're wrong, and let me tell you why. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what made him. The force. Yeah, I would see him,
3: I, I remember I saw him stand up New York when I uh, was the club in the city because I'm a Long Island come. I started on Long Island, and I didn't go into the city until I was ready. Because really, you could just stay and work in Long Island. Well, get this work? was yeah in '88. You know why I worked oh, as much heavy, as I did? Right? I had a car. Oh yeah. That's why I had a car, and I had and my father instilled responsibility. Uh. <laughs> so I was always on time. The car was full of gas and it was clean. Right. So I knew well that I could drive the headliners in New York. Because I, w- I was working for a guy named John Shuler when I first started. He used to book Connecticut. All these Shuler. shitty rooms in Connecticut. They were bars. They were yeah. one-nighters. But it was when all the bar owners found out that comedy was cheap to produce. So they would—they paid you right out of the register. Yeah, yeah. So all the, the New York comics that would work this, the bar rooms, didn't have cars. So I would pick them up. I was on time and uh, and then I would drop them off but I wouldn't we'd meet at the improv when the improv used to be on 44th mm-hmm. so I'd pick them up at the improv and I'd drive them home and i know go hey, you don't think where do you live I've got a car I'll drive yeah, it. Yeah. and I'd drop them at their door so they would call up and go yeah I want to work with Adam
1: because <laughs> I took
3: them home <laughs> yeah. and I had the stage time and I learned I kept my mouth shut and I learned and yeah, I would yeah. watch these really good comics just fucking die because you're not working it's not they would we, we'd call them Tonight Show comics they were mm-hmm. suit and tie comics yeah. they would set up punchline segue set up punchline segue you can't do that in a. And even on Long Island you got I'm very animated and there's voices and I'm using the whole stage. It's like <laughs> it's like Lion Tamer with a whipping chair, you know. <laughs> I'm gonna get your attention and I'm gonna keep it. Yeah. You know, and then the check spot comes out and um, there's that famous story of the and I don't, I forget who the comic was. The story's been told so many times about uh, shooting stars in Yonkers. I don't think I know it. You know the story about. That. I might Tonight, know the story. I don't th- th- know. the story. I, I forget who the comic was who uh-huh. did it, but the way I heard the story is, there's a guy on stage, Late Show Friday, shooting stars and yonkers, right? Right, and he's he's on stage and he's dying, and he's looking at the crowd. He finally goes like this: He's like, you know, I don't care if you guys left. I've done this on TV. I know it's funny. And from the back of the room, you hear he's wounded. Let's get him. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Never
0: show weakness. Yeah. Speaking of weakness, have we gotten in any fights lately?
2: For me, I've been clean. I'm going like a different direction oh, these okay. days, you know? I'm out of the...
0: Know, we just like met what I'm Lucy
3: Splane. Like, yeah. <laughs> <What? laughs> oh. Ian what? has Is a track it? record of getting into the fights a with audience members. I have a track record of
2: being jumped or being escorted out of clubs. And uh, like a couple of weeks ago, I got jumped in Vegas and shit and got into a ruckus there. I could, first time I've ever had been jumped ever in my life. I've gotten close when cuz I started in the south. I started mm-hmm. like Orlando. So like I was doing Alabama, Louisiana, Georgia, Vir- every and bars. Cuz I mean, I got I was had had a bad drinking problems. So like I was mm. on the move really quick in okay, my Okay, the, the, the colors are I mean, beginning yeah, to come to,
3: Yeah, I uh, get jumped a lot. Mm, the poor man. Well, I have a bad drinking problem. You know,
2: I did. I don't yeah. drink anymore because like I had to clean that shit up because it like it threw me into yeah. the D league because I was like working nothing but nice clubs. Then yeah. my drinking got in the way, and then the that judge got me thought up. it was a
3: good idea if you yeah. stop right. Uh,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. and you know a couple of stints in the funny mental about
0: ward the, about the drunk comic uh, getting demoted from the good clubs to the bars to the bar scene. <laughs> Maybe not the best part for a drunk comic. Well, here's
3: the thing about the road, is and again, my father's voice in my head. Learn, you know, learn, from, learn from your mistakes. Yeah. That's what a smart man does. Wise man yeah. learns from somebody else's fucking <laughs> mistakes. But I've seen a lot of guys, uh, man, just I'm In am bottle I'm a or just... end up at the end of a needle. You don't. Yeah. You don't well, it's an easy to.
2: job to, to do that way. They give you, it to you. Yeah. It's yeah. you're around it. Constantly, and then you're in a business where, like, you live and die on each set. The set goes bad. Where's the bottle? Set yeah. goes good. Where's the yeah, bottle? Well, that's that's, and oh, that's you the whole. That's connect lifestyle.
3: your: Yeah, when you connect what you do to who you are, you're fucked. You're fucked, and correct. you know it's like, and that's one of the lessons you had to, I had to learn. Sure. Is not to have your identity wrapped up in it, which is tough. I mean, you know, sure. there's a whole reason we're in this fucking business is, right. you know, the instant mm-hmm. gratification mm-hmm. And, and, and the validation and that that uh, that adrenaline rush when you get the laugh. It's its own drug, man. Yeah. And it's well, I remember when I first my first acting gig, my first single camera acting gig without an audience um, <laughs> is your it's, it's single camera. And I do this, do, do the show, land the joke. And the director goes, great, cut, moving on. I'm like, that's it. Where's, where's the applause? Yeah. Somebody needs to love me now. I have I, problems. I
2: need instant validation yeah. right now. Somebody laugh, applaud, give All right. me a medal, Every,
3: uh, uh, oh, my award. My intro should be, our next act has a void in his life. He fills with the adulation of strangers. Please <laughs> welcome. <laughs> the, <laughs> I did the junkie same. himself.
0: I did the same thing I had a small part in a movie, man. And the and the and I laid the joke and it didn't land. And I literally just went, out, what happened? What, what happened? do I do? Right? Like, I, like, I wasn't... I this is how this works
3: but yeah well, that's that's a hard thing man it's, it's not is 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 and knowing how to separate that or knowing that you, first first you learn you have to separate well, i think isn't that like the journey
2: when people say there's always that thing about 10 years in comedy mm-hmm. where like it's it, you spend so much of your time trying to make other people laugh and other people validate you it takes 10 years before you figure out that you're like oh you shouldn't really care that much and you should try to do more of what like you want to do with your time up there? Yeah, you know, well, you, you like in in a sense of like, don't placate to the crowd write the shit that you want to talk about and make it funny and go from there. Cause I think yeah, my but first part of what you
3: want to talk about but you also got to figure out what you want to say.
2: But that's that. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's finding yourself of like, what am I doing up here? And what do I want to, what do I want to do with this? Because I've
3: never seen your act. You observational or confessional? Uh I do like, like a lot of stuff. I mean, I, up. well, it's, it's like UFC. Drunk. You can't understand. Can't understand,
2: him. Him. understand it's like, it's like so UFC. Punch 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, like I do, I do more like, like I uh, get like social commentary. I talk, a chunk of my act is about talking about my experience with mental illness and my, mm-hmm. my times in mental wards and shit. So. Oh, so, you've been on the inside. I've been on the inside a few times, my uh-huh. man.
0: He just got out. That's why I had him.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, just like, I need some daylight. It's you cool. know? <laughs> can't leave me alone. I do for belt. you, I'm fascinated because I'm fighting this shit every day. You know, you mm-hmm. fight. You know, there's the. I think I haven't figured it out yet. There's, the, there's, there's the creative side. I'm not manic depressive, but there's that. I get panic attacks. Sure. You know? Yeah. you know, I was talking about that and trying to deal with that. And, um, uh, it's, I don't know if it's inherent to our personalities why we do what we do mm-hmm. um, because the amount of depression I go through to sure. get to the, the euphoric you'd think I'd, I should be uh, there be, should be a lot more fucking money because <laughs> wasn't at the thing like uh, I mean this is just like a rough go I
2: just that's what I was telling Murray is like my my direction now is like I'm looking at other forms because I've gotten clubs that won't book me now because mm-hmm. like at the end of my act I tell like a story about immortality and about what life should be and it's not funny and it's five minutes and clubs are like I'm trying to sell mozzarella sticks asshole get out yeah. of my club <laughs> so I understand that so I'm right. like now I've got a like I just finished and been working on tirelessly um, my uh, like a presentation a lecture that's i take my stand-up and i take my knowledge of what mm-hmm. i know of depression and what i've done to like fight it and combat it and overcome right. it and what the causes are and put it into an hour-long type yeah. thing for colleges and for other things you know to kind of put and one man shows now yeah. so
3: i went through the same thing you did and i boiled it down here's the thing first you read sun tzu the art of war know the terrain mm-hmm. know the fucking terrain I'm yeah. doing uh, my, just know where and what you can get away with. I push the boundaries in clubs now because I wrote my one-man show. Uh, it's it's my, my next special. And there's a part about my dad dying. And just you have your, your, your little, your instincts tell you when to push them, when to bring them back. So mm-hmm. I bring them all the way down and I bring them back. But yeah. don't ju- just keep a little bit. It's like chocolate mousse. A little bit is just fine to make your point. and it also helps you understand for me anyway i don't know about you but it helps you understand if you can if you can explain it in a sentence then you know what you're talking about if it takes you five fucking minutes to make a point it the the idea is still out here you got to bring it in you got to bring that i did did, um and i i I found this in my my third special uh it's called funny as hell and my dad got diagnosed with chemo Uh, he got diagnosed with with cancer we had to go to chemo so i wrote a joke about chemo it's on youtube the chemo joke and I bring them way down mm-hmm. about chemo. And then I bring them back up. And I get an applause break at the end. Because you have to build that tension into what you're saying. Cause you, and then you have to give them the release. So don't be, you can take them there. Don't leave them there too long. Your mm-hmm. instincts will tell you how to bring them out. Give them the release. And then that's going to be like a slingshot. And that's, that slingshot going to be the applause break. And I, it's called the chemo bit. And I, after I finish my special. It airs. And I get a call. From a Professor, uh, prof, uh, um, I'm I remembering his name. He teaches for NYU, uh, NYU and Yale, and he asked if he could license license that bit to teach. You know the comedy writing. Really oh, interesting. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Wow. Oh, cool. We'll, we'll put that yeah. chemo bit on the Facebook page. Yeah, I'll get that that's off. Interesting. Um, yeah. How no, many I'm blanking on, on Eddie's
3: sorry. last name. Was Professor uh, 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 Eddie? I, I got to remember his name, and I apologize. That's all right. I'll
0: uh, try. If we remember it, we'll say it. And if not, I'll put it up on the Facebook page with the uh,
3: clip. But that's what so, I mean. Yeah. I tried to make the point because it's what I wanted to say. Because you got to realize if you're taking them to a place, they're not going to laugh. You're kind of breaking the social contract of the evening. How many specials have you done? Uh, three. I'm working on my fourth. Oh, really? Awesome. Yeah. I haven't. One? I haven't done um uh a, 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 an extensive tour. Like I, right now, I have a couple months out on the road. And I'm really looking forward to. Oh, it really? Oh, great. Well, I've been working. I've been, you know, I've been. I went from Rescue Me. Uh, when Rescue Me ended, I got another gig um called Top Gear, and so sure. it was that the end of the end of Rescue Me was the beginning of Top Gear, so I rolled right into that. Nice. And then, and then, while I was doing Top Gear, I was doing Nurse Jackie. So mm-hmm. those three things coincided. Where How there was long has Top Gear's been on
0: forever? How long? Yeah, on? we It'll did with six too, right? seasons.
3: Wow, that's great. Um, and Rescue Me was four, and and Jackie was two. So mm-hmm. I haven't been on the road uh, as as a full blown comic for a while. So, so are you looking just, forward to getting back to it. I am. It's when you get away from it and you come back to it. It's. Uh, it's it it, it, it it you come at it with new energy and you come yeah. at it with like when i when i look at stuff now i'm like oh fuck you know like, <laughs> you'll do the morning news and they'll find a clip and i'm like oh i remember that joke that was, right. <laughs> you know oh okay that's, but you come back because you've grown as you know as a person mm-hmm. the, the nice thing was i'm I still want to talk about the things i talk about mm-hmm. so it's like it's it's um that's nice but you, there's a there's fresh eyes and new energy what uh so. where you headed off to uh, where am I going? Where are we now? What's the Wait, This is California. Oh, we're in California. <laughs> California. Uh, I'm going back to uh, uh, New York. Uh, New York. I got uh, um, Jersey. I'm at uh, the Stress Factory. Oh, I got Stress I got Factory. I'm at Vinny's Joint. Oh, uh, so, how is
0: Vinny? Uncle Vinny's?
3: Great. No, uh, Vinny, oh, Vinny Brand. I'm oh, Vinny Brand. Vinny Brand. Oh, uh, so Stress Factory. I'm doing factory. that Stress Factory. I'm doing, uh, I got a Vegas State. I, my, my tour schedule is up. All right, I know We'll I to got that. I'm doing yeah. a performing arts center in Pennsylvania. Uh, I'm doing a casino in Saratoga. So mm-hmm. you know, it's like like we were talking about know the environment. Yeah. Like I want to do work on my special, and it, it does have emotional changes mm. to it. it. It does tell a story. There's a narrative in it. I'm not doing that late show Friday in Jersey.
1: Fucking crazy? I'm
3: not, I'm not risking that. We're doing 45 minutes and I'm just going to stay on top of you. Keep dancing. Don't give him time to breathe. <laughs> Keep dancing. Uh,
0: do you know what happened? Do you have the story on what happened to the uh, rascals in orange? The brothers.
3: Yeah. Uh, I know they licensed out those Rascals Comedy Hour in the 80s with my mullet. You know, that pissed me off. (laughs) Um, Everybody had a mullet. I just just, just assumed they went out of business. Oh, I I I heard they
0: went out for questionable bookkeeping. I'm stunned. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I was looking for. (laughs) Don't
3: worry about the accounting. If it don't add up, that's why we do it in pencil. (laughs) (laughs)
0: That's all I was looking for.
3: (laughs) So uh, how how
0: many clubs were there out in... uh, when Long I Island started you were going. When yeah. I
3: started on Long Island, um there was Eastside Comedy Club. Uh-huh. There was Chuckles in Mineola. Oh. Uh, near Honda of Mineola? Near Honda of Mineola. <laughs> there was the Governors, which is still there, the Brokerage, which is still there. And this there was is, a place out way out east called Conkama Comedy Club. Uh, oh. That was wet in Lake Ronkonkoma. Oh, my, and then uh, they had the bars we used to do. We used to do, uh, you know, cinnamons, and it was called Top of the Town. You can uh-huh. go to and do a and do a bar set at, at you know eleven o'clock. My buddy Chris Vangelis Rang- 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 from Lake Ronkonkoma. Lake
2: Ronkonkoma, comic
3: Ronkonkoma, Ronkonkoma. I can never say that. It was it was the Ronkonkoma Comedy Club, <laughs> and they spelled it all with K's. I'm like. The KKK, you fucking idiots. You didn't see this. We think that. Well, with the comedy rule of threes and yeah.
0: K's are funny, the KKK should be hilarious. Yeah, yeah. it makes
2: sense. <laughs> it makes good sense.
0: What kind of shady, uh, what kind of shady uh, characters?
3: Uh, uh, club a bunch. Of on, on, back then. Them. I know. Back up in Jersey. There's a bunch of them. Um, you'd hear stuff like at all these clubs, like, mm. hey, you're funny. Stick around. We're not going to pay the band you know <laughs> um but there was one guy packing out this, this story about the you're packing out the cigarette machine Mm-mm. comic goes to get paid he's like look i know you're your money you're a funny guy he's packing out the cigarette machines uh we didn't do as well as we liked to here's 50 bucks and what do you smoke <laughs> 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 Well, i remember at the end at the end of it like at the end of the 80s mm-hmm. when i was a kid goes, what, when it started falling apart <laughs> yeah. um um uh, like 19, early nineties, I think it was, and the, comic, the club owners would come to you, you. Want to get paid in green or white? Oh, really? Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, yeah. I'll take the green. Give yeah, yeah. The cash. Yeah, I'm I can like, buy my own. Yeah, keep yeah. I was like, yeah, all right. And I was never really, you know, I was never really. Thank God, I didn't have that. If then go to statement in my head, you know, right. So, well, but good. yeah, you can, like you say, you got to be careful out there because it's the lifestyle is conducive to. We'll give it to you. Drink for free. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and and was yeah. it wasn't like in the eighties too. Is that? it was I cool. was at the boom. very end you're I right was, at the end of the boom. I was a very I started in eighty eight when I say I started, i I just haunted open mics mm-hmm. for like uh six eight months and then uh, then I got an agent and then I started working i would I had a day job you get an agent inside of a year instead. I did well I got lucky because they saw me at, at the club It was the guy that booked the club he was there uh-huh. oh, right. so I got uh and you know and I was cheap and I had a car
1: so <laughs> yeah.
3: and uh and he reliable was, yeah so yeah. I would show up and it was it was a job to me mm-hmm. I was very serious about it. I still am To the point where I got notebooks of shit <laughs> that, are, that are never going to see The light of day um, Oh man
0: You ever lose your notebook? What? You I, ever- I got
3: tons of them how, how many want? I got them all over the place I know But I lost
0: my notebook Like I don't know Six months ago And I was just like Oh man I hope my name's not in that Yes Because you
3: find you know, I don't <laughs> want people Finding this shit Yeah
2: no I had that happen at, at, at flappers of Burbank Where they're just like Hey Ian we have your notebook I'm like yeah. oh,
3: shit <laughs> We know it's yours We saw the skulls yeah. And crossbones
2: Because <laughs> no matter what what i can put notes all day on my iphone but they're just like i'll write this out Full form a little, yeah. or, or more, a little more formation I have in to a start, notebook.
3: I have to start with my notebook. I have yeah. to start. and you I have, can't a, start I have a, a cheap fountain pen <laughs> and I have the notebooks I like because it's mm. like that's it just connects to me that way. So mm-hmm. I'll write it and then when I start working on it, I oh, I got to move this here. So I got a lot of arrows. Yeah, yeah. I don't like the computer, but it is convenient, but I don't like typing. I'm the same oh, way no, it looks. It's,
0: it's going to sound stupid, but it loses feeling.
3: Yeah. There's no on romance computer, to it. You know, yeah. there's yeah, no There's a Da Vinci didn't have an iPad. Fucking notebook. You do have to
2: swipe right. He was
3: making art. <laughs> no, it's
2: true. There is something, too. Like, there's notebooks under my thing where like, I've got some of those like five, those mead five. Mm-hmm. I've only had it for three. It's full. I'm even scared to like go back and, and look at it right now. It's <laughs> yeah. like I've got so much going on. I'm just like, one day I'm going to crack that bad boy back open because you know there's like a good four or five ideas that you're just like, I never put this on stage and this is a good idea, yeah. but Bill Clinton is not in office anymore. No, <laughs> no, no. But no, but no there's, always those, there's always those jokes where you're just like, oh shit, I never did this and these are like yeah. good idea. That's why it's just like a, sometimes I was, those books I'm are. Start, it's, it's the, the
3: whole story of the quantity and quality story about yeah. the guy you get, uh, they, they give you 50 pounds of clay and they, they split up the people and say, listen, you make as many pots as you can and you'll be judged on how many you make and you make one perfect pot. Mm. And the people who just kept making the pots Won both. You won because you've made the, You've made so many that you keep doing it and doing it and doing it. That one perfect. is perfect, so you keep doing it. One's going to be perfect. Ah, oh, you got a lot of shit. You know, is that going to hold water? No, don't use that podcast. <laughs> that's We're like put infinite dump, put monkeys, man. Yeah,
0: infinite monkeys. If you put an infinite amount of monkeys in front of an infinite amount of uh, typewriters, they'll eventually type Shakespeare. Really? really? Nothing? I, sh- I, sh- I, gotta, I shut the fucking gotta, show down I've that? Never, I've I never. 20 minutes on fucking mental illness, and I shut the show down <laughs> on that. With infinite monkeys. <laughs>
3: I'm That's, thinking. The, the only thing you know, that was in my, my head, in head is, my is just like a
2: pile of typewriters
3: and like all these monkeys kicking around, and I'm like, and I'm they're going to quit Shakespeare? I'm thinking, how are they going to hit the space bar? I don't have a thumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, I think just they just use that one yeah, big. If you teach one I, type, I it's know. the it's one prehensile tail. That's
0: what they'll do. <laughs>
2: Poinks. 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 Eventually, one of them. I've never heard that monkey
1: was like that, before? that. I love that. All
2: right. Uh, so, what do you think's changed
0: since
3: when you started, and when, where it's at now? The best thing for me mm-hmm. is is the way I can record my sets now. I, used to, <laughs> I fucking need <laughs> out to record out of those yeah, those, little, those little, little first I had those little little uh, little micro cassettes, then they uh-huh. sucked. Right. Then I found a small one with a with a big cassette because I could play it in the car. Oh, right. On the way right. home, but the sound was so fucking awful. Yeah, yeah. Now I got a great uh, I got a great and uh, um, uh, app. It's uh, iTalk because it has a big timer on it.
2: iTalk, I use that constantly the oh, really? best ever. Yeah. It's best because oh, you can Download. see it on stage.
3: Okay. So now I, 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 do. I take that point, it's point, so and I put it right on stage. I used to like the mini discs because you, oh, could, put a, geez, you yes. could put a track mark in the mini disc, and yes. go right back to a joke, and all day because when you're on the road, you're just focused on working. You know, after yeah, yeah. you do your press in the morning, you go back, you take your nap, call my wife, tell her I love her, get up, go to the gym, and then my headphones are in all day listening mm-hmm. to the act to, to, to take advantage of the stage time. So <sighs> I put the track marks in, and just go to that one section, just push the button. Man, mini but, discs. I had the uh, uh the, the cassette
0: recorder that was the size of a cassette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it had yeah. the red button for record. And I remember I must have told the story a thousand times on the show, but I was sitting in the back of the laugh factory with me and my buddy Chris Randola, but just from blank Kakama. And we're in the back, and we're watching this guy just eat it on stage, man. Just eat it. Mm-hmm. God, I'm like, oh, so this guy dude. blows. <laughs> this guy's never. I can't believe they're really even letting him on. He's never gonna last. This guy sucks. You want to get out of here? Yeah, let's go. No, forget you get your recorder. That's not mine. Ha. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> <It's the laughs> t- <it> rewind, rewind, <laughs>
1: record.
2: <laughs> that's funny. Is there not something beautiful going to like open mics and watching? Them suck. Like I find that there's something so, like, that connects me back to that the open mic days when you go to like certain shows and there's like new people or something and they're like sweating and they're all yeah, over the place yeah. and nervous. Where there's something like really like a nice about energy. seeing that. It's yeah, a, they're nervous and like a, they're sweating and they're having a hard just time. I want to go there. to my I go relax.
3: <laughs> I yeah. just really want to just.
2: I said look, relax. There's this guy's like last week and he was pacing around and he goes, I'm like, what's up, man? He goes, it's my first time. I'm like, here's the important thing. This doesn't matter. Yeah, that's all you got to remember. Going up, this doesn't matter whether those people like you or don't. They'll forget about it tomorrow. Yeah. So just go up and fucking do the shit you did, and just really try to like enjoy the moment because that's all you really can do in this. Because this is like, if you keep with this, you're just gonna have thousands of these moments. Well, that's 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 because
3: you. I I think going back to what we were saying before, our value is connected in how well we do. You know, your actual fucking identity is connected on how well you do. Yeah. Remember when you were when you first starting out and you have a shitty set. I mean you just can't I was a mess and and you oh, yeah. you got to get back on stage it's immediately like getting, It's like
2: getting hit with a pitch yeah. if anybody played ball the next time you get up to that that plate the only thing you're thinking of is I hope I don't get hit with a fucking ball yeah. <laughs> that's what's in your head <laughs> yeah. and that's what I like, think comedy is like when you have that bad show you're like you've got to get
3: back up Even when you're having a bad set you'll go longer cuz you're like I oh, know I'm not leaving with this <laughs> Yeah yeah yeah, yeah I've
2: not- seen pros long standing guys I'll put the name out later that went far and beyond their headline set and they caught a little bit. I'm like, okay, get off stage. You've been yeah, doing this for 34 away, years, yeah. and he's like, no, 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 I'm not there yet. And kept going and going and going. Yeah. And I was like, blown away. This guy, like, I really like and really respect, yeah. you know. And I'm just like, dude, come on, you got to, got to pull the emergency break.
3: You got to going in. to shake it off. You know, yeah, it's yeah. like it's it, uh, the trick is not to get get caught in that trap. Well, to that's begin the thing. With, get caught, but in you don't learn that for a while. You know,
2: yeah, 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 that is a
3: tough thing to like learn. I'm, and I would have to drive home after because I was driving to these gigs, so I would have to drive home. After a lousy set in a bar, you know, I haven't figured out that, you know, a statement of fact is not a personal shortcoming. Oh, I'm sorry. I couldn't get the attention of these drunks during the playoffs at a bar in Connecticut.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's my fault.
3: I suck. You know? But you don't know that. So I, I'm trying to make the toll taker laugh.
2: <laughs> Six bucks.
3: Dogs are funny. You know, just trying to get, shake it off somehow. Oh God,
2: I was, you know, you talk about football. I was in Daytona beach at this shit room and they had, it was impossible to see uh, the stage. So they had TVs and then a big, like big screen behind you, right? The guy was from mass, right? And the fucking, uh, the Patriots were in the playoffs, right? The game was on I'm, uh, I'm about to go up on stage. He goes, look, Pats are in the fucking playoffs, bro. I'm not turning off the football game for anybody. It's like nobody can see. So I had to go up and do stand up while the football game was being played on every single TV. And people would just like cheer intermittently in a setup oh. because <laughs> <fucking laughs> yeah. Pedro you're just like, really, dude, no, really? Why are like having these, this show? Yeah. Then just pay me my money and let me go back to my room. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This makes zero sense of
0: yeah. what you're doing. Or at
3: that point, I would have been like, give me half.
2: And
0: I'll yeah, go back. Let's to call room. this a night. Yeah, let's call it even. You save half. I'll save. Well, I'll take home half. Let's get out of here. I oh,
3: I did a, one of the bar gigs. I used to did there was a a pop a shot uh, basketball game the little yeah, next to fun? the stage and the guy didn't turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> I was and halfway through the, halfway through my set I just I put the mics in a stand and I went up and I started playing defense I said fuck it <laughs> and I, like I started, blocking, I went shots. Up to <laughs> blocking shots blocking <laughs> shots I never
0: did I got. I grew up in Jersey, but I moved out here basically my whole adult life, so Mm -hmm. I started stand-up out here. So I never really worked. I did stand-up New York and Carolines and all that stuff, but I never really got into the New York Mm -hmm. uh, bar scene. I did my bar scene out here in Pacific Northwest, So, but I just got to figure that was just... Ten times more intense than a Pacific Northwest bar gig, just from growing Pacific up in New Jersey, <laughs> yeah.
3: just from well, yeah. the well, intense it's, it's, people yeah, up in just, I grew up with. mean, and the Long Islanders I knew. Who but got but p- you, I am that person, so I know what that's like. You know, yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm gonna bring that energy to Pacific Northwest. And go, hey, you guys are damped and, and caffeined up. You right, know, right. You know, <laughs> you know, I'm just gonna, you're gonna be who you are in that environment. So, yeah, but yeah. it's definitely, definitely more aggressive. Yeah. It? I think that's it's why. more dismissive. I think, up think it, dismissive. It, well, dismissive where you got in the Pacific Northwest. Just oh yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, this, this is aggressive.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I am originally from Tennessee, but I did junior high school and junior high all through Jersey. So I was never mm-hmm. really a Jersey. I don't have that Jersey aggressive thing going so i think i, I f-
3: well nice thing about growing up on the east coast in new york where i'm from and you know being in that environment and, and but you're never gonna look at those people and go mm, i wonder what's on their mind <laughs> they're gonna fucking tell you
2: yeah we're well, here everybody wears a smile but you rip that skin off and everybody's ready to snap oh, yeah. and everyone's fucking gonna ass.
3: snap it any minute yeah
2: they're all full of shit that's yeah. why i like it just like you've got two of the, the biggest comedy cities in the world between la and new york mm-hmm. and i find them so like Polar opposite and how they kind of run and everything. Yeah. In a sense of like, I never thought I'd see ageism in stand up comedy, and it does exist
3: out here. You know, which it's I. find. Is that all exists. That it's show business. Well, yeah. be showb- thats out the thing, here, and that's like you have here, to you have to understand it. Show out business. Here is yeah. Fucking show business. It's under yeah. that yeah. umbrella. Comedy yeah. scene in there. It's 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 still show, but it's more comedy. It's yeah, still comedy based. It's yeah. uh, it's 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 a little more. This is why we've come here. You know, when I came, when I first came out here, I was a comic. When I came, I came out with a TV deal, but I was a comic.
2: Mm-hmm. And how long ago was that? If you don't remember,
3: I came out in '93. Oh wow! So it was like five years after you started. You were out yeah. in LA. So I got I got a I got got a TV deal, and I moved out here. And there was a bunch of fucking actors who had their six minutes because we were hot. Comics were hot Oh yeah, Got a totally. TV deal. So I was like, I don't remember seeing this guy on the road. I
1: don't <laughs> that,
3: that, he's too fucking handsome to be a comic. What's right, wrong yes. with his life? You know? Um, but they were actors that were just putting together their fucking to get noticed, you mm-hmm. know. And when yeah. back in Long Island, I mean now it's the YouTube people that 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 can't that sell out a comedy club, but they don't have an act. Right, right. When I was starting, it was the soap opera people. Really? We're yeah. doing stand up? Walt Willie was a soap opera he dude. He still does it. He does. Yeah, but he doesn't have an act. He never had an act when he started. I have never heard this in my life. The soap opera guys figured out they could sell out a comedy club, and the comedy club well, guys were willing to have it. So I sure, would get course. a call and say, uh, listen, you want to open for Walt Willie? Yeah, okay, because you know you're going to get a packed room. Okay, yeah. good. Do 45. Why? Because he doesn't have an act. He goes up for five minutes. They go crazy. He tells one story that's not funny. They realize there's nothing there. And then he signs pictures. Oh, wow. But, but he'll sell out because yo, of course. they'll come to see him.
0: And that's what YouTube is doing right now.
3: I've said this yeah. before.
0: I get bumped. I got bumped by a girl who plays dirty songs on the ukulele. She's 23 years old. Yes. And she packs, yes. she'll pack out. I've seen her. The Irvine, I, I once. I haven't seen her back there. And I don't want to, I don't know who she is. And she, maybe she's hilarious. I don't know. But she's 23 and writes dirty songs on a ukulele. I've seen, she, I got bumped once. I haven't seen her back since. Well, well, you're,
3: well, basically, the art form, I don't think it's not really respect. We're talking mimes, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're strippers with our clothes on. If right. you, it's like, this is the, the arena you can with go clothes to. On. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're emotional strippers. Here's my <laughs> pain. pain.
2: <laughs> Give me a dump. You have some of your pain too. Let's do this. Yeah. I yeah, love there's the always stripper. been that thing of people jumping into the club. Like just like five years ago, you started seeing anybody that came from improv start sure, jumping yeah. into the stand up scene. And I'm like, you guys got to be careful because you're going to sell out. And if you don't have a solid hour, you're not going to f- you're not going to come back yeah. because everybody's going to come see you. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be That's any good because trick, yeah. you can't get good at this in a year even though you come from that background. And you're gonna see. It. And I was like, I spent. It was a weird thing. It's it just like it all exploded. And next thing you know, I started getting calls from clubs like, "Hey, Ian, can you come in? Because we might have to switch you." I'm like, "What's going on?" And I'm like, "So and so from SNL is." kind of I'm just like, "What? Why?" And then going and just watching I know who the train that so and so is. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> Talked about. It. And it's just like, and it just became a, tra- a train wreck show. And the way they had to run the show became weird. Mm-hmm. And then people are like yelling at me at the end of the show, being like, "That guy sucked." And I'm like, "Look, it. You walk into a club and spend fifty bucks." To see this dude, you saw him. Mm. What more do you want? Did you look like this guy's your favorite stand up comic? No, because you know he doesn't do stand up, you know? we're a celebrity well, culture they, they you saw the celebrity they, they
3: don't know congratulations they don't know it's like when the I, you think,
2: so you think it's basically a hose job Peep, no, no it's no, not no. a hose
3: job they just know oh okay he'll be funny they know yeah. him they go, like, people come to see me I have, the people that know me from stand up come and they're, they're hardcore fans and I love to see them they still like we've had your special when you had your mullet your long hair right. and, you know. yeah, yeah. and I love that that, they, they're, that they're still coming to see me but I get people that come see me from Top Gear and Nurse Jackie and they're like I didn't know you were stand up I was like what did you think was going to happen I was going to do burnouts in the park (laughs) What did you think? Drop a transmission. I said, Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for trusting me and coming. But they go, You're really funny. We didn't even know you were stand-up. And it's nice to to have that. Well, that's a nice thing, is you
2: you your background is stand-up. So like when you compile it, and I think that's what like a lot of people do, is like, get good at Mm stand-up, go get your shit on TV or whatever. And then when they come to see you, you've got that thing. You don't
3: even need TV, man. The the map has changed. It's used to be. And this changed with me uh too, because it used to be the older guys. Uh, would tell me oh you do a tonight you used to get a career no I well, you know now i i did a tonight show i did letterman and i'm like okay it's a monday get back up on a horse <laughs> right, right, The yeah, big yeah. break ain't happening <laughs> <laughs> know. um but, it your so phone. it's like you don't even need tv it's like you know you're on tv people see you it's so it's so diluted our craft is so mm-hmm. diluted because the places we go is it's primarily a business so if you can sell that that night out you will there's a show there it says comedy club there's there's the you, you infer that it's going to be funny, but it could be an actor, it could be a yeah. YouTube person, it could be you know whoever it is. Mm. But it's like a, the it's still a business first, so they're going to put asses in the seats.
0: <laughs> I when I first started out, John Mendoza just said, "eh." Put the Tonight
3: Show on your resume. Nobody's
2: gonna check. <laughs>
1: Who cares?
2: I remember when I started, in like in all these like C rooms, and there'd be like weekend rooms in some shit hotel, and I'd like trying to push for headliner, and they'd be like, "Where's your TV credit?" I'm like, "I need a TV yeah. credit to play this shithole that pays wow, hundred and fifty dollars."
3: Fucking poster. Yeah, it's yeah. just like
2: put down whatever. Put down NBC. Just put down a network. That's what I would do. I'd be I've seen on CBS and Fox. Yeah. Here you go. Have fun. Yeah. Like nobody,
3: you know what I mean? Oscar winner. We'll get- yeah. Yeah,
2: (laughs) I always like when uh,
0: those actors turned, I I always like when their intro is, uh, you've seen him on uh, NCIS Miami. Oh, he must be hilarious. <laughs> he's gotta yeah, be he's got to be good. This guy
2: knows good. his way around a fake crime scene. No, no offense. I love you, you Law & Order. You, thank you. <laughs> you might remember him from Das Boot. <laughs> yeah, welcome. it's a, it's a germ, hardcore German submarine operator.
0: Yeah. What was your, what's your favorite place to play? What area? What, what area of this
3: country? Um, I, I, I do like the Pacific Northwest. Okay, I, really, well, I do like, like that. I, but I, I love New York there. because I, I'm, I was talking before we turned the mics on, before mm-hmm. I had no intro. <laughs> uh, well, <I'm laughs> sorry, let
0: me pull my own string, chatty Kathy doll. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> but uh, between we talk about uh, LA and New York, I'm a better comic in New York because there's more stage time. Oh, yeah. there's more stage time and there's more to draw from mm-hmm. you know there's more there's more inspiration and there's more energy it's like you know you go, going i'll go down to the cellar on a weeknight you get 20 minutes sure you know really 20 get. minutes on a well weekend? 15 right it used to be when i was there it's 15. i'm 10, still 10, i mean just but even the weekend spots are cut down uh-huh. you know it's so even if you're working on something it's not like i'm doing a full 45 to an hour on the road where i can right. build the hammock spot where like i'll get them on my side i'll, I'll introduce the idea and then then i'll play oh, no, for heck. five minutes before the before mm-hmm. the check spot comes out and then i got to bring them you know, you got to bang. So it, it makes the material for me. It makes it work better because it's got to be good, quick. Because yeah. I'll get, I'll get like a minute or two to warm them up, then steer them where I want them to go. Try the new bit, and then get away out. Yeah, you know, if I'm only doing that in the city, so. It, the process becomes quicker. Yeah. So, uh, so I, feel, I always feel like I write more in New York because my, my stuff isn't set up Segway Punchline. You know, mm-hmm. there's act outs in it and, sure. you know, it's kind of animated. So the ideas grow. Like I would start, I remember when I was a kid, I'd go into the city and I would start uh, on the Upper West Side. I would park, park my car <laughs> on 72nd, 72nd of Broadway was Stand Up New York. Yeah. And I would there. start on the Upper West Side and I would start there and work my way down to the cellar, but I would leave the car because I'd take a cab, because it was quicker, because right. I had to park it. So I'd leave right. the car, and I would just cab my way down, stop at Caroline's. I would stop at Gotham, when mm-hmm. Gotham was on 22nd, uh, and then head my way down to the cellar, go to the Boston Comic Club in the cellar, and I would have the, the framework of a bit by the time I finished it. Oh, wow. Um, that's great. Uh, so much cool. so, that so you get four or five spots that way. Like, oh, okay, great.
0: Well, that's a good thing about New York, as opposed to here. Is I, I said this before, <laughs> I got a spot at the Ice House one night and a spot at the Melrose Improv. Three years ago, I'm still talking about it. Like, it's just the, <laughs> yeah. getting more than one spot in town. Yeah, well, that was, is, yeah. Is in-
2: and understand that those two spots round trip to get from your house to Pasadena to the Melrose and back to your place is a good six, seven. Like, it's a day trip. Basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, yeah, totally. You know, you get home at one, even though you left at five. You know? Right. How many, uh, what's who, who holds the record in New York for most spots? I don't
3: even know. Do I think Steve Burnham. He went know. up there and
2: did a documentary about it. Oh, he did?
3: Oh, wow. Yeah, I somebody, had, somebody had done
2: ass. like, I, I mean, it was well over a dozen. Really? Like, yeah, he had done. And then he went and shot a documentary about going and breaking the record. Because I think Byrne started there, if I'm not mistaken. Don't hold me to that. But, uh, yeah, so he went and shot a whole documentary about doing, like, I don't know, 13, 14, 15 shows. I remember when
3: Jerry was shooting the comedian movie. He bumped Uh me three times in one week. Really bumped me twice at the cell, and then bumped me at the at Gotham. <laughs> and uh, he, I remember he said, "Adam, I'm sorry." I said, "This fucking movie better be funny," because <laughs> right now it's pissing me off. <laughs> <laughs> just bumped you off for the night? No, no, no. Just you yeah, know, he went yeah. up and he would shoot, and, uh, and you know, it was it was cool because I remember the cameras were small. I remember talking to the camera guys; That's mm-hmm. so cool. So he'd come
2: in, set up real quick. He'd go up.
0: he like,
3: was it... set up? The guys walked in and they would hold it. You know, it, really? just, it was, was still documentaries. Uh, yeah, it was all that stuff, stuff. But it was, uh, but yeah. So so when, in answer to your question, it, it's it's. Uh, it's the city, New York City. I write like a better, um, yeah. a better comic, and it's, and I get, I, I admit I get lazy when I'm home because I don't have to. I can just talk to these people because I know that I can talk about Dairy Barn, right. which is a drive-through fucking deli, and sure. making. Everyone's had that experience, so I can mine that. Sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll do a little, uh, a little sleight of hand, like I'll get a joke that might fit in there, and I'll put it in the context of Dairy Barn, mm-hmm. just to see if I could make that little that uh that little scene i'm playing out work and see if that joke works and then sometimes it's 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 like a host organ right. <laughs> you see if i can get that to grow <laughs> so i do that a lot I'll, like i'll get a host organ idea and then i'll take a joke out of it and see where right. i want to fit it and um and that's a nice, a nice, nice little trick to have to create something.
0: Oh, and Ian. Uh, Ian's from Florida, so mm-hmm. uh, a dairy mart—is that what they're called? Dairy barn. Dairy, dairy barn. Through they're deli. like a drive-through
3: liquor store. You don't have to get a out of your car. That's how liquor
0: <laughs> <laughs> It was a red barn. I'm glad barn. they
2: didn't have those yeah. in Florida, by the way, because <laughs> that's, that's a, the last thing I needed. A
3: red <laughs> barn. You would drive through and tell them what you wanted. They'd bring it into your car, and then you would pay for it. They would tell you the total, and you would yell out you would yell it out like, ah, it's 1496 out of 20. So they didn't have to go back to make the change. And they would bring that back to you. And you were a kid and you always wanted the cookies and you can get (laughs) cigarettes and booze and you don't have to get out of your car. But it's like that. I mean, I could talk about that. I could talk about like, you know, the old amusement park that I would, that we went through that everybody knows your local stuff. Yeah, Yeah. So when I come home, I can do that. Right. Um, but so I like working there. I like uh, San Francisco. I always got a good vibe. Chicago's great. I love mm-hmm. I love working Chicago. The Improv in Chicago is one of my. Favorites. It's one of my favorite clubs. Yeah, I
0: love Tony. So I love Tony great clubs.
3: Tony's awesome. Yeah. I love Tony. I sat up back with him and uh, Florida too. The uh, the Improv. My friends uh, uh, on the radio, Paul and Ron on the radio. Wait, mm-hmm. right, which um, Florida Improv? Uh, I liked uh, the the Lauderdale Improv is great. That's yeah. the Hard Rock.
0: I had I was there last I've month, man. It. I I we had 120 people
2: talking in the back.
0: I didn't say it was space. easy. I
2: said it was. <laughs> that is not an
3: easy room. Yeah, uh, Renee the, is. The, it's not easy, Renee but the people I, are so nice, and once you get them, they're so cool yeah. to crack them. Yeah, you know that. That's one of the things about uh, to command their attention. That's, that's the one thing that, that I'm I'm playing with now. When I do when I do the, the next special, there's the emotional parts of it. Mm-hmm. So I gotta beat the sh- and it's built. The rhythm of it is built where I'm beating you up for 20 minutes. And yeah. I know I'm beating you up. I'm not going to let you breathe for 20 minutes because I want you to rest when I want you to pay attention. Right. Oh, so right. the meter is for 20 minutes and then then it slows down. It doesn't stop. It slows mm-hmm. down and then before they know it, I'm talking my dad's saying goodbye because he's in a hospital room. And he knows he's going to die and I right. do that piece. Then I build that tension. I release him and then I got to bring him right out of it again. So uh, it's built that way. So It's that's like that's, a built on trust. You're well, that's, that's in the, the first five minutes. Rob Bartlett, who uh, is a comic who, who was on Imus in the Morning for years, and sure. I, I was in his first improv group, and he told me something I still remember to this day. He goes, "In your first five, first few jokes, don't get them to laugh. Get them to trust you. That's what you need them to do. Once they trust you, you can take them any way you want to mm-hmm. fucking go." Yeah. Really? Yeah,
0: I, that's interesting because I, I, I've always played the get them to trust you with a laugh.
3: Well, no, I'm so, I didn't mean like don't don't focus on oh, don't focus, focus on, yeah, on yeah, just yeah. getting the laugh. Make yeah. the laugh have trust in that. Yes. You know, it's not I'm not saying go up there and go, listen, I'll lend you money. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just saying, <laughs> make, don't look for the laugh. Look for the trust. <laughs> no, I'll sense. keep your secrets.
0: <laughs> no, but that that's what I meant. I agree 100 percent That's like the guys who go up there and just I've seen so many people launch into material, like straight off the bat in a ruckus room yeah. like
3: Fort Lauderdale, and just start into material. Come in with that high energy, and it's usually—I know what you're thinking. Yeah. Oh, here's a premise.
1: <laughs> I look like you know, it's, blah blah you know. blah. <laughs> yeah, but
2: those rooms down there are. It was Renee, when Renee built that big room, I remember when I was like, when it, well, right before they built it, I was like middling a lot and loving it. Mm-hmm. And then when she Wait, started, you were
3: in the hammock. You got something exactly yeah, yeah. in the, the hammock. It was beautiful. Yeah. No,
1: then check
2: I
3: spot you. Yeah,
2: and then I started. Then she started bringing me in for when they had like. Corporate and or Sunday shows. Mm -hmm. My God, I worked my ass off on those because it was just like, especially in that room where they're used to seeing fucking monster names and shit too. And I'm some schlub in a fucking dress shirt that hardly fits me properly you know <laughs> <laughs> it's just like you're like oh okay so this room isn't gonna just because it's an improv like i'm gonna go up here and just hammer it because they're just gonna hand me the no you gotta it's a good room, room.
3: too in Philly. i i like helium a i love lot. helium in Philly. they're they're building that brand all over the yeah, country yeah yeah hey did you ever
0: do miami the miami improv i
3: did it when it used to be at the at the uh uh at the movie theater when it was upstairs oh i don't know that i did it when oh, it was wow. upstairs uh, first time i go to miami elian gonzalez so there's my first 10 minutes right right <laughs> wow. second time i go there they shot versace <laughs> okay there's my next 10 minutes then they asked me if i want to come back i go you know shit always happens when i come see you guys <laughs> yeah. then they moved it to coconut grove where you come out right, from right. behind yeah the boy yeah. come out you come out through the wall yeah uh and that's the last time i did it but that was years ago you ever find getting gone. trouble down there mm no i never really did anything to, i'll tell you when i got i got uh i got in trouble for doing a joke um i forget where i was um i might have been Oh, it wasn't Villanova. That was they got mad at me too. The Catholics get mad at me. Oh. Villanova. <laughs> well, got, a good I, I played Villanova and I got mad because they put me on stage. For some reason I was on a stage and there was a giant Catholic Cos. a giant right. cross behind the stage. So whoever was opening up on a radio guy, whoever brought me up, me. I said, Thank you so much. I looked at the cross and I just said, You guys have a huge vampire problem. So <laughs> <laughs> a bunch of people in the back get out and walk. <laughs> um, I got in trouble. Ian for and a, I really appreciate that joke. Yes. Yeah. I just oh, I got in yeah. trouble. What big the, religion guys. The Joe Paterno <laughs> <laughs> joke. The what? I got in trouble for a Joe Paterno joke. Oh, what is that? He uh, uh, People thought when they took his statue down, people thought that, you know, they were a, outraged because mm-hmm. they thought Joe Paterno was a saint. He turned his back on the molestation of children. It doesn't make you a saint, that makes you a pope.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, <no>. Great joke. <laughs> there <laughs> goes the
3: sense. other back row. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, wait, so, before you got on the Catholic thing, you got in trouble where? You say you're gonna bring. Uh, I know those jokes got me in trouble. I figured what the fuck I was, but okay. I, but I, um, I'm trying to think where I was. I, I don't know. I, I'm look. I'm, on, I'm not in fistfights like the guy to my left. I know. Don't bring it up. <laughs> it gets just, really it's, touchy about it.
2: I don't. <laughs> it's, and that's the thing. It's just like I don't want anybody thinking like I'm just some like instigator on stage or anything. I'm not.
0: Here's you know? the thing, Ian is the most goofy like first of all he's very intimidating looking
3: that's what i'm saying but you really got to piss somebody off you're over six feet but he's goofy on stage he usually wears a
0: t-shirt with kermit the frog on it he did a joke about a a chicken farting out eggs onto a plate for breakfast like goofy stuff Mm -hmm. goofy shit so like the fact that he gets into fights is hilarious yeah Yeah. we have a question that we ask everybody on here when they come on here actually Mm -hmm. two we the first one is have you have you ever had anything thrown anything thrown at you no, really?
3: Wow! No wow. ice. Someone threw ice at me. Awesome. Yeah, ice at a a, a bar in Connecticut. Um, I'm gonna say is it had the word. Yeah, I forget. Yeah, I had ice. 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 Yeah. What? Ice what set them off? Connect. I don't remember. I just remember like is that Apparently, a fucking
0: ice? I remember. I was like really Apparently a Catholic joke.
3: Yeah. <laughs> no, that could have been it. <laughs> uh joker's wild was the name of the club oh, in okay. connecticut wow. it was like a barish kind of club but ah. ice flew at me on friday night yes so i'm gonna go with yes all right go Ball. with ice ice is good yeah ice is good
0: and the other one and, and a listener asked if we had asked this question more is when do you what is the first time you remember making somebody laugh i don't remember but i remember my family
3: talking about it oh
0: oh interesting yeah
3: i was a, i was a baby and i was staying my i don't know where my parents were going but my uncle frank my godfather was watching me mm-hmm. uncle frank and my aunt Mary were watching me And uh, they put me in the car seat Um, and they tell the story. They, they, They looked in the mirror and I was in the back of the car seat and they go, Adam, what's in your mouth? And I went, My teeth! And, and that was the Thanksgiving story, you know. For the next 20 years. Yeah, before, before they got drunk. That was it. And they go, We, and we laughed! Okay, fine. We knew. Yeah. We knew we right knew then. We knew then. We knew then. Yeah. So, <laughs> we, did we get first. a house? No. I never got that laugh, but I knew that, I, I don't r- recall sure, getting it, but I knew that that was the first time. Oh, awesome. But I remember it was a coveted thing in my neighborhood to make the other guy laugh, to make people laugh, because we didn't have anything. We just hang mm-hmm. out, you know. Yeah. And watch TV, listen to radio, and just make each other laugh. Yeah, I but yeah. I and when I realized I could do it, I realized because my father, my father's my hero. He was like, mm-hmm. but he would always come home, he was working his ass off, and just trying to put food on the table and keep the fucking lights on, and take care of everybody. And you could see the stress. My mother too. Mm-hmm. My mother worked together, stress and attention. When I made him laugh, it it went away. Right. So Read I the- I saw him smile, and my father had a laugh that would fill a room. Mm-hmm. I mean, just he was just. Big guy. And uh, everyone loved him. So when he laughed, it was infectious. So I, I don't know if I consciously was aware of this is what I can do. But I'm like, oh, this is how I can contribute. I can, I can try and take that away from him. Right, right. You know, um, I just knew it felt good to make him laugh. Oh, awesome. That's a great story. I like that. Um,
0: I just realized, awesome. I apologize. I left my, I I just got braces six months ago, so I'm still getting used okay. to them, but I left I my how is, I been, how is I've puberty? been slurring the whole time. I, I love it. I'm okay, not yeah, yeah. He's, I'm not, you're
3: smashed. <laughs> I'm you so to, glad. The only about thing, the fifth of bourbon you're hitting? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just He's waiting, waiting for him to buy scotch.
2: his... Come on, Ferrara. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm still waiting for It the
3: smokiness. Bring the I'm
2: waiting for him to get, like, the schoolgirl
3: outfit that goes with those braces. You know what I'm saying? I apologize. I only have one high sock.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Here's the funny thing: I've, I bought clippers and convinced my wife to cut my hair. So now my wife cuts my hair, and I have braces. I'm like a nine year old. You are. <laughs> that's <what
1: I'm> <laughs>
2: you are. That's right. Is she cuts She's your hair like, now. Yeah. You bought clippers and said, "Babe, I want you to start."
0: I, I listen. I watched the woman cut my hair mm-hmm. for twenty years. Right. I paid her the same amount, and I'm like, "If I buy clippers for forty five bucks, this thing will pay for itself in two haircuts." Wow. And so I bought them. I gave my wife the uh, instructions. I'm like, "Read this over next Monday. You're cutting my hair." And she did it. She loves
2: it. And it's okay. fine. You
0: can't fuck this up.
2: It's true. It's gorgeous hair.
0: Difference between a good haircut and a
3: bad haircut? Forty dollars. About a week.
0: About, About a week. A week. <laughs> All right. Before we get out of here, off the top of your head, your worst gig ever.
3: Uh worst gig ever. Opening for Oh, opening for Mirror Stars, they called it at UConn. It was a lip sync contest. <laughs> <laughs> and they were booing me and cheering everybody else. And I'm like. They're they're not doing anything. I'm the one actually trying to do something. They're ma- it's not them singing. They hated me. Yeah. Opening for bands is bad too.
0: Yeah, that's a rough. I thing.
3: actually got away with. I opened for Lionel Richie at the Greek Theater. Fuck here? yeah. Yeah, right here. I that's was a, so cool. Oh, I was Lionel Richie Greek Theater. I was a kid, I remember I was. I, I got a call, um, and I had just opened the night before for I, I forget one of the Judds at at a Performing Arts Center. Uh, why, the, Let's call it Winona. The Winona big, nah, the, the big, the bigger one, the big girl, whatever. Uh, Jalisa? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> Chloe? I don't just know. Just <laughs> know. But I went, but, it, but she, she, she was born again. So she had to be clean. So I was, oh, right. I was a kid. I was clean. I did a half hour, and uh, I went home, and I was drinking then too. So it's Saturday. You know, yeah, it was a performing arts yeah. city. Yeah, well, I to, you know hi. You know, they, you know that's all keep their attention. Yeah, you know I it was nice. Uh, so I went home. And I, I had a couple of drinks. and I, I was sleeping, and the phone rang. And uh, it was my agent, um, and uh, I went, "Hello, it's Rick." What? Because <laughs> you want to work tonight? He goes, yeah. He goes, "You want to open for Lionel Richie?" I go, "Not especially." He goes, "Yes, <laughs> you do." Because the tour, they they just fired the comic they had. Oh. Um, and uh, they're scrambling to look for someone. Get a cup of mm-hmm. coffee. The tour man's going to call you in ten minutes. I said, "Okay." And I remember because it was it was during uh, Clinton because he did a Monica Lewinsky joke, and they wanted everything clean, so I guess he did a blowjob joke. I don't oh, know who the comic okay. was, but they fired him. So, um, and they called me up, and and the the tour manager was real nervous, you know. He's like, uh, oh, listen, you you came recommended from uh, our other manager who did Winona. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I just want you to know the gig, and you could tell he's he, yeah. you know, Lionel. He goes, eh, but it's, you know, we it's it's an all clean audience. It's the Greek theater. We just need you to do you know 15 minutes just to keep their attention. Alright, look. Listen, I'll wear a suit, I'm cute, I'm young, I won't say fuck. Perfect. You know, they always, and they always go they always do this. And if it works out, you know, we'll take you on the road. Sure, They're never taking you on the fucking road. That's the whole They're thing. They're not. They that's the carrot they dangle in front of you. I knew it then. I go, Who are you bullshit? Right, right. Yeah, you're going to take me to Tuskegee when Lionel (laughs) goes home? (laughs) So I went and I did it just to play the Greek theater because you knew you were going to suck. They don't want to, you're annoying them. They don't want to see you, you know, but it was the Greek theater and how many times am I going to get that opportunity? So I wanted to play the Greek so the sun was setting. It was fucking beautiful. I went on stage. So There's no roof. It's an, mm. amphitheater, an amphitheater, so you don't know if you're doing good. It's raining. There's two people with an umbrella. There's nobody there. <laughs> and they're all waiting for Lionel to come in. So I went up. I did my set. I don't know how I did. I just mm-hmm. got through it. I And I walk off stage. Sheila E. was in the band. Oh, cool. And uh, the whole band was on the side of the stage. And, uh, and one of the, this giant bass player looked at me and goes, you did great. Usually we stand here just to watch motherfuckers die. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what was that? If okay. you can make
0: the band laugh, man.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know you did That's a good the job. best compliment you get. Make <laughs> yeah. the band laugh. Yeah. I mean,
3: whenever I did it tonight, I looked over and I'm like, I didn't laugh. I like that. <laughs> I
2: like, who's, the, who's the guy that sings Jessie's Girl? Rick Springfield. Rick Springfield. Okay, so Rick Springfield. He punched you? No, but this <laughs> almost was going to be worse than a punch. Mm-hmm. I was working some fucking casino gig, and the next night, I had done my show, and uh, Rick Springfield was coming in that night. Mm-hmm. I get a call back at my hotel room, They're like, Ian... Uh, Rick's not going to make it. We need you to do the show. I'm like, for who? I'm like, for their audience. Oh god! I'm like, you're sending me to a death sentence. They're <laughs> like, we'll pay you 600 bucks. I'm like, I can do it. <laughs> so I get there and I'm eating my meal. Like it's my, like I was eating, like it was like my last meal because sure, yeah. I knew what I was about to do. I'm like, it's going to be 80 year old people being like, who the fuck is this guy? We don't know who he is. And he doesn't five play musicals.
1: Minutes, yeah, just like, minutes. yeah. Rrr! <laughs> five
2: minutes and i swear to god they're like okay 10 minutes we're starting the show and i'm like this is gonna fucking suck this is gonna be awful and then the doors break open and there's this glorious looking man rick springfield over there. With the hair just whoo, i'm like thank god dude because <laughs> yeah, i was so I was close to down. utter death i go there was no hope for me yeah doesn't matter how funny I was how good i was the thing was i was never going to be rick springfield that's yeah, the yeah, only yeah. thing they knew
0: Oh yeah, I was doing. By the way, you should never ever forget that guy's name again. Yeah, (laughs) he saved your ass. Jesse's girl (laughs) saved (laughs) your ass. Jesse's girl. Rick Springfield, you ungrateful
3: piece (laughs) of you, prick, Rick Springfield. Remember that tattoo that shit in your neck? If you have to, (laughs) I did a casino. I did New Year's at a casino, and Tony Orlando was there the night before. So it's uh, I uh, or he was there the night after i'm having dinner i okay. i had not done my or right. i had just done my show and for some reason i was we were having oh it was after the show i was i was having dinner after the mm-hmm. show in the restaurant so you're in the steakhouse you know you're sitting there my i'm there my wife was there and richie minervini who owned the east side comedy club and gave us all he's the godfather of long island right. comedy and uh I, I brought him he opened for me so we're all sitting i richie me and my wife were having dinner and this guy in this in this yankees hat keeps looking over at the table okay my wife excuses herself, gets up, goes to the bathroom, I walk the table. I go, Richie, I'm going to have to straighten this guy out. He's trying to pick up my fucking wife <laughs> over here. He's like, Schmuck, he's looking at you. That's Tony Orlando. You're both on the bill. He's getting your attention. He <laughs> was just go over and say hello to the man. Show your respect. I went. Oh fuck. I went over and I showed my respect. And my wife came back and everything. And and I said, Mister Oxlade, you funny show. He was very mm-hmm. kind to of me. He took a picture and everything. Oh but, nice. And I, and I and I and I said, Richie, you know, and I was wrong. He was trying to pick up my wife. He <laughs> <His fucking hand. laughs> was looking at my wife. It's gorgeous. He was watching her. So, well, who else did you open for? This is great. Um. Music wise, the judge, nah, there wasn't a lot. Those, those two, I remember. Lionel Richie was 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 like the big one. Yeah, did you um, meet him? Because it was the, no, you couldn't meet. I'll tell you what happens. Like know. he walked by, and they, 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 I didn't know you weren't supposed to talk to him. He's one of those guys. Uh, and I remember when I was back, Jesus. and I was just hanging around backstage. And he was walking on stage, and as he walked by, it just went, "Hello." <laughs> and they said, No, you can't talk to him. You can't. So <laughs> probably because of that. Yeah, probably <laughs> because of that. Because I'm an idiot. Um, I opened for who else did I open? Eh, I, I can't remember. Uh, those right. those are the two big ones. Oh, you're not gonna put that. But that is the worst gig: is opening for bands. Yeah.
2: Well, I guess they do that. They bring in comics because it's cheap setup. You don't have to worry about bringing it's cheap. Other people there's no setup. Cheap. You no just cheap. grab a mic you and off and you go. And right. It. There's no
3: competition. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. There's yeah, no, there's no Foo Fighters yeah. blowing the new band off stage. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. There's not. It's and it's usually you know it's usually older acts too. You're not gonna get.
0: Yeah. Although
3: Kanye's not bringing a comic.
0: Tool. Brought, uh, Stop it! I'll have to have Greg Barrett tell the story when he's on here. Greg Barrett. Really? It was Greg and I think David Cross were doing a sketch before Tool. That's that's cool. And yeah, that's really cool. They just he said it was just
2: rained with beer cans yeah. and
0: yeah. cups and lemons and just for 15 oh, yeah, minutes yeah they don't want to see. you're
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: annoying especially a band like tool where right. that the lead singer goes out of his way to fuck with crowds and yeah. shit <laughs> like he'll send he'll sing a whole a concert with his back to the crowd like he does not give yeah. a shit so like right. putting up a sketch comedy thing for him is just like this is fucking yeah, it's perfect not even for my stand-up.
3: show you have to pay attention instead <laughs> <set up laughs> yeah. of
1: <room. It's> like <laughs> I can just
2: see those like guy guys standing up there. just like the year we
3: need a location and two <laughs> occupations <laughs> <laughs> give me a And something you eat for dinner. Look, the quicker we do this, the quicker you'll see slipknot. (laughs) (laughs) Sir.
1: <laughs> All
0: right, guy. I, Adam, I want to thank you for coming on tonight. It's uh good to see you, my friend. You too, man. This is a long time coming. So sure. I appreciate it. Thanks for and having me. And I didn't you realize know. you lived so close. By the I way, do. we're in the uh we're in the Mar Vista studios tonight. We're not recording in Mar the Mar All things Vista. comedy. Mm. This is why I keep this one going for the west siders don't have to trek yeah. to the east side. The
3: Mar yeah. Vista Studios, the fly room.
0: Yeah, the fly room. There's I one just take Lincoln here. back home. Everything's okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's one flying here, it's driving me fucking crazy. I'm not gonna <laughs> sleep. Today.
2: I don't know why I like having you know I got a connection to house flies when I was a kid to stay my grandmother always having house flies around at the farm. So like now when there's house flies in my house, I look at them like, I'm like, Oh, we've got two house lights. Like, I don't know why, but like, I fucking dig it. I'm going to punch it's you. Like, yeah, I know. I'm this sorry. Why people like I don't it, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a all... comfort thing for you. Yeah. It's like some yeah. weird. thing that, that takes back. I get back. that with
3: football. Cause my father would watch. That's when he would roll at, cars and football. Cause my father always working on the mm. cars. Um, oh so oh
2: shit so top gear is like a huge
3: thing for me yeah, yeah, too Yeah it was a big thing that my I have a very I have an emotional connection to cars because it reminds me of the and football wow. listening to football my father he built our you know he built our house and he was uh, the right. kitchens and bathrooms is what he did mm-hmm. um and he put the radiant heat in our in our basement so that's when the football so i would lay on the we we're like lizards that's on so hot nice. rocks just laying <laughs> on the heat with the football on and that's <laughs> oh, wow. that's the football season i get calmer doing football oh that's seasons. awesome the you gotta be really jets come all come the way then yeah yeah and that's not easy to do i know
2: but, but that's it that's fan. you can just you can tell jets fans yeah and i'm not, not even a
3: football fan not it's easy
2: to
0: to do. Do. where do the jets play now I'm not, a, f- I'm not a. They're at uh, MetLife
3: with the Giants. They, they they're they're, they're renting. on uh, at now, right? Yeah, they're, they're MetLife well, met Stadium now. Is it yeah. not Giants Stadium it used anymore? Used to be the Metlands. It used to be the Metlands. Now it's called MetLife Stadium. Oh, okay.
0: So they're at Giants Stadium. Old yeah, Giants Stadium. They they they. they it's blue Didn't they used to play
3: it? at Shea though? They played at Shea. That's why. That's when I was a kid in the second grade. Okay. I did a report on Joe Namath. Okay. Um, yeah, and they up. played at Shea Stadium. So I was like, ah, and then they moved. <laughs> and then uh, Shea Stadium was always like mm, it's French <laughs>
0: I remember going to concerts at Giant Stadium well at Brendan Burn Arena which is yeah. across the street from Giant Stadium and See, all the
3: he plays, for two, he plays for two days
0: yeah and all the all the jocks would just fucking throw rocks at us and beer cans and like, mm. faggots with your long hair, go see The great yeah. Dead, quiz. Yeah. I <laughs> just beat the crap out of us on the way.
2: <laughs> I think. That's that not
3: those- Elvis' last name in Costello. Yeah.
2: I'm pretty sure that those guys still exist yelling the same shit at fucking other kids oh, that yeah, are totally. going to see oh, yeah. Yeah. They're, they're just going to it's see Lincoln
0: park.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just want to go see Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> all right, Adam, uh, where can we find you besides Top Gear? Uh, at Adam on Twitter, the Facebook. Awesome. All,
3: all the usual places. Come by, say hello, Tour schedules up there. Come and see me. Excellent. We'll
0: uh, we'll post the uh, uh, the bit. Uh, and it was Professor Eddie Freefeld. I forgive me, Eddie, for forgetting you. And name. we'll try to get Eddie Freefeld's names on there, and we'll put you a link to your to your site. Also, uh, uh, first off, Ian, thanks for sitting in the co-host seat. Thank you. Uh, I call you often, and you often say yes, so I appreciate it. I love Turn doing it. You're a good friend, Murray. And Adam, we got to get together and have coffee since you're a neighbor. I'd like sometime. That, my friend, we got to get mm-hmm. the whole. Let me see. We got Jake Johansson's right over there. Oh yeah.
3: Uh, I did two drink minimum when Jake had that show. It was a wow, two drink
2: minimum. I remember that
3: show, no, that, man. He host two yeah. drink yeah. minimum. He hosted it, and I remember I did. I did it with Lewis Black. Okay, because I remember me and me, me me and me and Lou were fucking around in the green room. Yeah, I always liked Jake. I yeah, did. A, I was, did a shitty it's fucking movie great comic you him. You shoot Jake. <laughs> I did. He it was a tr- well, it was a guy who shot a trailer to sell him. It was really. He would shoot the trailer to sell the movie. Yeah, yeah. And he was in it. And I played some guy who lived in a basement. He was like the head. I remember. I remember Jake was in. It. I don't think I had any scenes with him, but oh, I remember. God. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. There's a whole like crew, you know. And you I know. apologize for saying shitty movie. I, I did a oh, movie. Oh no, the trailer it was great. What you say? Was? I don't know what that means <laughs> Who else? We got Havy
0: in Santa Monica. I see Havy. Bobby Collins right up here. Bobby. About a mile north. Bobby Collins?
3: Well, what are you We're cutting your look, own hair? Look how pretty. It? Look, Murray, I'm going to have to cover <laughs> up. <laughs>
2: You know how we uh. That's yeah. what he
0: always says. You know how we. I'm, I'm from, from New, York. New York. You know,
3: you
2: how, know how we are. <laughs> so one thing he used to kill me. He'd be like, he'd get, he'd stand up on stage in his first words. would be like, Puerto Ricans, what are you doing, huh? What
0: are you guys doing?
2: And I just I remember just like, who is this guy?
0: What is he doing? I, I worked with I worked with Bobby in Vegas last year. And oh no shit. He, Everybody knows Bobby Collins in Vegas, yeah. like like dancers, you know, we're co- Bobby, are you in town? You're going to come up after the show. And
3: I on. did a cruise ship. Me, Bob. I was a kid. It was me, Bobby. I'm going to say Rondell Sheridan I don't remember, and Bud Friedman. It was one of those improv crews uh-huh. where Bud like, you know, Alex, let's go on a cruise. I'll use the name. Yeah. So <laughs> so we all did it. And I remember Bobby did. He might have just moved here or something, but he had a pool mm-hmm. and there was those giant ropes you know, giant ropes they used to tie the boats up? Oh, right, right. And he's like, this would look great by my like, pool. Adam, help me get this in a bag. I'm, like, I'm not going to help you fucking steal <laughs> <this> shit <laughs> from a port. What's an eight foot diameter? Do you have rope? any desserts money left? <laughs> Buy a fucking rope. All right,
0: great. Adam, thank you so much for coming on tonight. Uh, I will talk to you soon, man. Take Thanks care, a lot. Bro. Hey, uh, come see both of these guys when they come to your town. They're very funny. Thanks hey, wanna- for listening, guys.
2: You want to know about life on the road? It's who's tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns. And fees, fights, candle flights, running with the runs. And blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette. Drunks <laughs> in the front making out for your set. And middle acts doing blow more missing merch. drive
0: the rental car past another mega church. And juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone.
1: One big law and order marathon.